Yeah. All right, let's start over. That was terrible. What? That was so terrible. That's not, that's Why was my, that terrible? It's my fault, but that was terrible. Golly. All right. Run it back. Oh, my. Okay. I mean, I need... do y'all not agree? Was that not terrible? Well, it's terrible now. <laughs> it's terrible before. Welcome back, people, to the FLFFFL podcast, season two, episode one. We are excited. Draft just happened, and I'm here with our co-host, John Lassie, joining us again from last week, and then back for season two, his first debut, co-host Will Myers. How are we doing, guys? Man, it's a good day. Draft day was here. It came and went, and it was it was awesome. Just glad fantasy football is back, honestly. Yes, so glad it is almost here. Yeah, I can echo that. It was it was fantastic doing the draft. I I felt way less prepared this year than I have before, but I'm I'm pleased with my team. So there's there's a few question marks, but I'm excited to get the season rolling and to see how it shakes out. Oh yeah, I mean we're gonna try to get through this really fast. We're gonna try to go through every single team and just kind of give a quick little takeaways from how their draft looked um so let's just hop right in let's let's go ahead and dive in who do we want to start with do we want to just go from pick one to 12 yeah let's do it okay so right off the bat um last week we covered the draft order um and again with the first pick that was actually my team maddie ice and the boys and i feel pretty good i'm gonna let y'all give your thoughts first before i dive into my own team all right i'm gonna keep time on us so we can make sure this episode gets gets through quick okay so go for it so when i say time just wrap it up so i'll start so maddie ice had obviously a great draft here pick one jonathan taylor he got some steals uh some value picks with aj Dillon, and um he went now uh jameson williams with his very last pick which he's already moved into his uh ir spot which was could be a good move um, a couple guys I think he might have reached on a little bit. Uh, I think he took Cole Komet early, but there was a kind of an early or mid-round um, tight yes. end run there. That was rough. Surge. So th- those are my thoughts on Matty Ice. Appreciate it. Yeah, quarterback I think is great. Hurts had just such a high floor last season. Jonathan Taylor, I think everybody expects him to be fantastic. The rest of the team I think is is – Good, not great. I've, I've never loved Keenan Allen, Cole Komet, Brandon Cooks are good, not great. I think Tyreek Hill is interesting because you got him kind of late. What, do you know, remember what round you got Tyreek Hill in? I mean, yeah, he was my third pick, so beginning of the third round. Yeah, so I think, you know, typically, especially with Mahomes, he was a first or second round pick. That's so time. I think him doing it in the third is, is pretty good. So I think you've got a solid team, but I'm I'm not as enthusiastic as the, as you other guys are, I think. Okay. Sounds good. All right. Pick two, we got Tate Berry. And let's see. Let me pull up his roster right off the gate. I mean, I like. I think this one's terrible. Yeah. All I like is his receivers. I like Cup. I like Sutton. And that's all I got to say. That's it. I like my I like my homes and I like Cup. And that's that's about it. You're probably more bullish on Sutton than I am. 
always. Yeah, I think I think he reached uh, a bit for Cam Akers. Cooper Cup, I was shocked he took Cooper Cup with the second overall pick, but I mean, it's he was awesome last year, so even a slight regression, he's going to be, he still could be wide receiver one uh, for a while. I like Juju. I think he could have a big year in Kansas City. He's super young. Uh, Honeycutt and I talked about this on the last podcast, but he's only 25, which is crazy that he's been feels like he's been in the league forever. And he has Pat Mahomes, who is a major upgrade over uh, Big Ben. So not a terrible, terrible draft. But overall, I think you guys are, are right. I'm, I'm not in love with this team. Yeah, I think I think Saquon, I mean, I'm, I am off the Saquon train. <laughs> I have zero problem taking Cup and, and as the second pick. I think that's fine, maybe even brilliant. But yeah, other than that, I mean, Mahomes, obviously, other than that, I'm not a huge fan of this team. Okay. All right. Moving on to team three, which is the Millennium Falcons, which is Will's team. Um, I mean, I liked your kind of a little bit different strategy. We went three running backs uh, back to back to back. And I mean, what a good start for you. Um, Don't love DK Metcalf. um, But I think you have high risk, high reward with Michael Thomas. He could easily come back and be a one no problem. And then you have Metcalf in your two. So Lamar Jackson's your quarterback. It's going to get points. A uh, pretty, pretty decent draft. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, obviously love CMC. I, I, it's just, I, it's hard to know how Javante Williams is going to be this season. I mean, people are saying he's going to be the guy and maybe he will be. And if so, that's probably a good pick. Um, one thing, Will, I just, I'm going to dog you on this. You pick DK and Tyler Lockett who both are, being thrown to by either Drew Locke or Geno Smith. And that is just not good uh, to spend a fourth round pick on DK for that. In my opinion, Michael Thomas, Matthew hit the nail on the head. He could be really high reward. He could be wide receiver one this year. If he comes back and stays healthy or it could be, it could really devastate your team to have picked him if he doesn't play. So. Yeah, I think uh, my, I think my quarterback's solid. My running backs are solid. Kaseki's fine at tight end, whatever. I think if, if Michael Thomas plays, I think he's too good not to be like a top 20 guy at, at the mm-hmm. lowest. I think most people, even with Jameis, I think it's fine. And then your point about Lockett, Lockett and uh, Chuba Hubbard were, were drafted strategically. You know, if, if Lockett or Metcalf go down, I've got another guy right there. Both are talented players, you know, and they automatically become the only person in Seattle. And then McCaffrey goes down, I've got Hubbard as a backup. Also, uh, I love Raheem Mostert, and I kind of got him as like a late-round flyer, and mm-hmm. I think he, he could potentially be really productive. And then I could not not mention Terrace Marshall Jr. as my last pick. Oh, my gosh. He's I knew he's going to. explode this year. Get, get it ready. Get ready. It's going to be great. Yeah, that's why they picked uh, Lavishka Sinal. That's why they traded for him. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Uh-huh. Okay, that's the Millennium Falcons. Uh, and at four, we got Run DMC, Bryce Berry's team. I love, love, love Derrick Henry. Um, I almost I, went with him at three. At three, yeah, I was, I was close. I, I almost went with him at one. I mean, how can that, you not? The guy's amazing. Exactly. Yeah. And so I really like that. Um, I love. I, I like his three receivers too. I, I'm not. I'm really down on Connor because I think he's going to have a huge touchdown regression. But I really like his three receiver combo uh, with Damian Pierce. That's a sleeper on his team for sure. He could maybe put him in that two spot um, or Chase Edmonds. So I think a pretty good draft. 
Yeah, obviously, uh, Derrick Henry is big. I, I'm I'm not a fan of James Conner. I just, I mean, he's the man in Arizona, but I just don't know if he's going to be yeah. going to be good. Um, to definitely have touchdown regression. I I love, like you said, his wide receiver picks. I'm an off St. Brown is the, is going to be incredible this year. I'm really excited to see him. Darnell Mooney, Mooney really shined last year. Mm-hmm. And R- Russell Wilson in the eighth round. I mean, that's great. That's a good pick. Um, I was I was really between him and Tom Brady when I picked my quarterback. Um, ended up going with Tom. But uh, I, anyway, yeah, I, I really like his picks. And, and I think I'm really high on Marvin Jones Jr. Also, I think he's going to be – a good number two in Jacksonville. I, I expect Trevor Lawrence to have a big, um, a, a big year this year or bigger than, you know, I think he's a sleeper. And anyway, I think Marvin Jones was a good pick there too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll say, I think the only weak spot on this team is Connor. I'm probably mm-hmm. not as bullish on uh, St. Ryan and Mooney as you guys are, uh, but I do think this is a good team. There's, there's no real holes here other than maybe James Connor, if he kind of, performs like we probably expect him to, which is not scoring a touchdown every drive. Yeah, I think right. maybe questionable tight end too. I mean I'm not I've had Higgy. Yeah, but years. like there's only there's only like three really good tight ends and after That's that true. it's just where you go in the draft. Like That's the difference true. between Higby and like Cole Kmet and you know anybody not named Kelsey Andrews or uh Waller is just kinda like whatever dude, you know. Yeah. It's like I get I get your point, but Anybody like you can say that if if it's against uh, Waller, Kelsey, or Andrews, but after that, I don't. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know, they're all the same average. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but I think I think he walked away with a pretty good draft. Um, okay, moving on. Fifth team, we got Funky Town fellas. Matt Lance uh, again. He kind of went. He went three RBs, uh, one, two, and three, and got three pretty good ones. Um. I, this is the first time I've actually looked at his team, and I actually like his team pretty well. I mean, both RBs, I like Fournette as a two. Prescott, I, I love Deontay Johnson. I, I really wanted him as my number two receiver. Um, Mike Williams, kind of boomer bust. Uh, I like Firemuth. I like Montgomery in the flex. Bench, don't really love the bench. Uh, pretty weak bench, but starters. I like the starters. Yeah, Lance here took three tight ends also. We'll talk about another guy later who took three tight ends. Uh, but these three tight ends are much worse than those tight ends. <laughs> um, uh, besides that, though, love Austin Eckler. Love Leonard Fournette. I mean, playoff Lenny, he always shows up. Um, but you're right. It's a boomer bust team here with Mike Williams as his wide receiver, too. I've said before, and I'm very against anybody in the Philadelphia backfield. I don't trust any of them. So uh, overall, decent team. He has some good picks. I'd say he's weak a little bit in wide receiver two and tight end. Um, but like Will said, everyone's kind of weak at tight end unless you have one of the top guys. Yeah. I'll uh, – Dak Prescott, like <laughs> – I mean, come on. Who are we kidding here? In fact, uh... last year, Matt Lance told me he thinks Dak Prescott could throw for 6,000 yards last year. That did not even come close to happening. So let's pump the brakes on Dak real quick. Wasn't he on pace for that at the beginning of the year, and didn't he get hurt? Yeah, for like the first like two games or whatever. It's not like he was on this, you know, historic tear. Plus, <laughs> he's lost uh, Amari Cooper. You know, C.D. Lamb is good, but Michael Gallup's also hurt, if I'm not mistaken. I just, you know, whatever. Dak yeah, 
who cares? Eckler's great. Fournette's great. Deontay Johnson's solid. Probably more like a, a wide receiver, too. But, you know, whatever. When you go with Eckler and Fournette, you got to give somewhere. Mm-hmm. Mike Williams is really interesting to me because, like, last year he was, like, 40, or 40 points or, like, two points. Uh-huh. And so yeah. I'm very curious to see if they can maybe even that out a little bit um, with Herbert, you know, continuing to mature. And uh, Keenan Allen alongside him, you know, can he settle to be like a 10 to 20 point per game uh, player with the occasional 30 or 40 pointer? You know, hopefully. Yeah. All right. Okay. Next team uh, picking at six, we got the Dave Arandas, which is Omar. Um, and I he think he, to- was he actually in the draft? I thought, I think he auto drafted. I think he did for the majority of the time, but okay. um, hopefully he said it ahead of time. Uh, his, I don't like his RBs. Brees Hall has potential, but not as a one. Don't like Singletary. But look yeah, at his wide receivers. His wide receivers are good. He started back to back to back with wide receivers, kind of went zero RB strategy. Um, love the receivers. Bench, uh, I ate. Brian Robinson could come on and, and fill that RB slot, but that's about it. Uh, team's okay. Yeah, I, I like TJ Hawkinson. I think he's in that second tier of of tight ends here. Um, obviously, his I mean, having Justin Jefferson and T Higgins is huge. I mean, those those could those guys could easily finish in the top five wide receivers this year. Debo, uh, same you think thing. T Higgins, Higgins will finish top five. I'm saying he, there there's a path there. A lot of guy people are think T, T Higgins has a higher ceiling than Chase actually this year. Well, a lot um, of people are dumb. Well, I mean. <laughs> Listen, Jamar Chase, yeah, he came on really strong at the end of the season. But I'm just saying, regardless, the, all three of those guys have a have a path. I'm not saying they will be, but they have a path to top five. I can see T Higgins top ten. I think top five is is a pretty big stretch. But I, I, I hear think, what you're saying. I think top ten is a stretch. Like, don't get me wrong, T Higgins is a really good player, but Jamar Chase is an argument for the best wide receiver in the league outside of probably Cooper Cup. So I know Devontae I'd Adams take, is up there, but like he's not I'd with take, Rogers anymore. Big question. Like, I would take that. Cup and Jefferson over Chase, and that's yeah. fair. Like that, yeah. that makes that makes total sense to me, and you, you're absolutely right. But the fact that there's like an argument there, I I think that shows how good a player Jamar Chase is, and I think the only way Higgins can get into top five territory is if Chase gets hurt, and the only way he gets into top ten territory if Joe Burrow is better than what everybody says, which a lot of people have him as like a top five quarterback in the league right now, which might be a little early. But my point is, is like Joe Burrow, I think would have to have like a historic season for Higgins to be top 10 because Chase is probably going to be there unless he gets hurt. So I don't know. That That's that's, yeah, that's very great. bullish on Higgins to be like just, top five just, or top 10. He was I a big target for me. I think, I think, I mean, yeah. I just, I think Higgins is really good. I think but his I ceiling, it. his ceiling is top ten. I think he's going to fall in the range to fifteen to twenty, probably. Okay, but like, do you guys really think he's going to be top ten? Like, I, you, I understand you're saying ceiling, but like, Chase Mixon gets a lot of carries. You still have Tyler Boyd, who's like, I mean, he's not phenomenal, but he's a pretty good third option. Yeah, I, I just <sighs> heard there's there's a stretch. He had like a four game stretch where he had more receptions and more yards than Chase had. Chase had all the big plays, but Higgins was the more consistent receiver. So uh, people are saying, hey, if he stretches that across the whole season and he's the kind of 
he's your check down or he's your five to 10 yard guy, he could get a lot more receptions than Chase. So I don't know. I, I think I agree with what you're saying, Will. Again, I would say I think his ceiling, the top of what he can do is he could reach that top 10. I think he's going to settle in the 15 to 20 range. Let yeah, me let and, me and revise. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead I, I was going to say, let me revise then. Just, Justin Jefferson and Debo both have a path to top five. T. Higgins has a path to top 12, I'd say, for sure. Okay. I mean, and then he, so he has three, he has three receivers who have path to top five, top 12 potential, which is. I 100% agree about Jefferson and Samuel. I think the only way Higgins can get to like top 12 is if Chase gets hurt. Now, don't get me wrong. Higgins, I think, is a solid like running or wide receiver too, but like, I'm not. I'm not ready to say he's going to be like a top ten guy. Yeah. This yeah. Year. Okay. So. We need to move on. All right, on. Will. What do you think about this team? Quick. Uh, I I don't like this team. I okay. Think, I think Jefferson and Samuel and Higgins are great. I think you need to trade Higgins and Brees Hall or Singletary and upgrade at running back. Mm-hmm. I'm also not like Herbert's fine, but a lot of people are way more bullish on Herbert than I am. I agree. I agree. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, uh, seven. We got Post Mahomes, uh, which is Monty, I believe. Changed his name on me. Um, let's see. I, I like his first pick. We've just been talking about it for a long time. I just really don't like Josh Jacobs. At nope. the two, I'm, two. I'm, I'm more cool with Josh Jacobs than I am Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones split with A.J. Dillon in the back half of, of last year. I know. I have that's no reason right. to believe why that would change. Like, mm-hmm. I would, I was going to stay away from Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon, unless it was like way later on in the draft. Yeah. Here's I the only thing about know. about Aaron Jones is he. I mean, I, this is not sustainable for the whole season, but he averaged like 26 points a game when Devonte Adams was off the field last year, and Devonte Adams is not there. Someone's got to take those targets. Do we really think it's going to be like Alan Lazard takes all of those, or you know, I mean. People have been, or Matt Lafleur said, or maybe it was Aaron Rodgers said, both Aaron Jones and and um, yeah, AJ fifty Jones, receptions, right? Fifty receptions each this year, and so it's like, I mean, maybe not top tier wide uh, RB one material, but I mean, I, I definitely th- don't think Aaron Jones will have a major uh, slide back. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, besides Chase, AJ Brown, I don't really like this team. Kittle. Uh I'm I'm not really. I'm low on Kittle this year. I'm low on Kittle too. Renfro, he's steady, but, but with with Devonte Adams, who what's going to happen? And Waller, yeah, who knows? Yeah, I, I think I think I'm probably a little bit more bullish on Renfro than you guys are. I will say, Alan Lazard, I think is a solid bench pick that he got. I think that's I, yeah, I, great. I agree I, with that. I think I that's a that. great. And I was I was a few picks after him. I was targeting Lazard right right after him and he got him before me and i think i think that's a solid pick he could turn into be great quarterbacks make their wide receivers look good i think alan lazard could have a really good year this year yeah totally agree okay that wraps up for monty's team and then we're gonna go one two three four five six seven eight with run cmc you're gonna change that name nope i did change it okay what is it all my flexes live in Texas. All your flexes live in Texas. John Lassie, um, let me pull up your roster really quickly. Um, while I'm doing that, does someone else want to talk? Will, you want to go ahead? Yeah, sure. Um, uh, Tom Brady missed 
some training camp, so he's obviously going to be terrible this year. So, you know, buyer beware with Tom Brady. Um, I think Dalvin Cook is great. I think Etienne is, is going to have a, a good year, which I think he's perfect as an RB2. Mm-hmm. Um, I had CeeDee Lamb last year, and he showed flashes, but wasn't super consistent. So I'm, I'm thinking, especially with Cooper gone, he can kind of take the next step and be the guy. He did frustrate and have a few drops last year in key moments, and that was a little bit of a bummer. Pittman's a good uh, wide receiver, too. Brown I had last year. He was great. Dalton Schultz is fine. There's really no real weaknesses on this team. I will say that other than Dalvin Cook, there might not be, like, the star power of some of these other teams, which makes sense because would you pick eighth, something yeah, like that? Right. Um, but I think there's there's no holes on this team, which uh, goes a long way. And also, yeah. by the way, Kareem Hunt, really solid bench player, I think. Melvin Gordon, I think, is a, a good bench add. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's about it there. Yeah, I mean – I agree. I think it's a great roster from top to bottom. Um, again, I, I agree with what you said. Well, I think you hit the, the nail on the head. Not your big star power. I think Cook can, can maybe carry it. We'll see if C.D. Lamb can pick it up and be that wide receiver one. I really like Pittman. I like Schultz. Brown could be good in the flex. Bench looks great, too. You, and then you got your backup in Madison, which when he's in, he's just as good as Cook. So. Looks good. Yeah, thanks. I, one one quick thing I'll say is my I was I was thrilled with this team when ATN fell to, fell to me at four or in round mm-hmm. four. I was like, I mean, I was thrilled. I was I couldn't have picked a better running back at, at that point in my opinion. Um, my my plan the whole time was you know going RB or one of the top RBs like Cook or wide receiver. If Jefferson fell to me, he didn't, and then I was gonna take Travis Kelsey in the second round, but he didn't fall to me either. So then my Strategy kind of went out the window, and I had to adjust a little bit. Took CD with a second-round pick. Overall, I'm really happy. My first nine picks were all the guys that I was, like, really excited about targeting, and then I have some sleepers that I targeted in the later rounds that I'm happy about too. So, Yeah, I agree. I like your last three picks. They can be high reward. Okay, we're going at nine. Chubby Gurley's are swift, our uh, reigning champion, and uh, – his team is okay, I will say. Does someone want to go first? I'll, I'll take it first. Okay, go for it. Obviously, Najee and Mark Andrews is a, and Jalen Waddle. I think that's, that's a that's a pretty good start. I really like Najee. Uh, Mark Andrews taking him for, with the fourth pick in the second round. I mean, he was a second tight end off the board. I still think that's a little early. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's, he's solid. I mean, he's going to be really good um, this year. Kyler. You know, I, I've been a little bit um, hesitant on Kyler as a quarterback. Obviously, he's has upside with rushing, but he always seems to like hit a wall and fall off towards the second half of the season. So we'll see how that goes. I don't think Patterson is going to continue the tear he was on last year. One pick I really really like that Wally took is James Cook uh, in mm-hmm. the ninth round. I think he has potential to take over the backfield in Buffalo by the end of the season. So. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Uh, not a huge fan of Damian Harris as an RB2, but I like Cook on his bench. Um, I think he also got – if Kyler gets hurt again or whatever, I really like Derek Carr. I think he's going to have a really great season, so it's good to have a backup that can do that. 
And then that's really it. Judy, uh, we'll see who gets that RB one or uh, wide receiver one, uh, Judy or Sutton. Um, Waddle, consistent. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. Yeah, I I had Murray last year, and he was very frustrating because you you think there's so much potential there, but mm-hmm. he didn't really realize it, especially in the back half of last year. Um, Najee Harris, I, he gets so much usage. It's hard not to think, oh, he's going to be super productive from a fantasy standpoint. After that, other than Andrews, like you've got a lot of potential because I think Jerry Judy, especially with Russell Wilson, Jalen Waddle, you know, as he continues to grow and get better, Patterson, I think, has got some potential to be there. Mark Andrews is, is there. He's good. I, I just think your only hole here really is Damian Harris. I hate the Patriots backfield. Mm-hmm. It's just a mess. It always has been. Yeah. So I think I think this team is is solid middle of the road at this point. Yeah. Maybe going to need to make a deal or something to mm-hmm. improve for sure. Yeah, we'll see if he can pick it back up. He was talking a lot of smack as the reigning champ. We'll see if he can pull it off. Uh, okay, at 10, we got Daddy Kyle, Kyle Gore. Uh, I can go ahead and kick us off. I, I really like his RBs. I think he's super strong there. Um, all the way down to his flex with Elijah Mitchell. Not a huge fan. How much do we like DeAndre Swift, really? Like, do we really like DeAndre Swift? I'm I'm pretty high on him. I'm actually pretty high. I think he's a, I think he's going to be a top five back for sure. A top five back for sure. Yep. So you, I believe so. So is he going to be better than Kamara? I, I I believe so. Yeah. On this team, wow. Okay. I think so. So you're I, like I, you're like I really, Jonathan Taylor, Christian McCaffrey, Derrick Henry, DeAndre Swift. Eckler, yeah, Eckler Swift, that same conversation. Flip-flop wow. those two. Okay, yeah, wow. I think wow. so. I thought he was going to go. Well, then is this team going to win the league? No. I okay. like his RBs. That's about it. Okay. I don't, I, uh, I'm don't. i not as high on Swift, but I still think he's going to be good. Alvin Kamara, I mean, is a great pick if he plays. Hopefully he doesn't play. The rumor is he he will and that, this, that he won't be suspended, but you never know what could happen there. So that's a little bit risky. I think uh, Kyle reached for Elijah Mitchell a little bit and Adam Thielen. I don't love his wide receivers, um, McLaren yeah. and Thielen and Cooper. I mean, Cooper, who knows what Cooper's going to be this year, especially without Deshaun Watson for a while. I just, I don't know. I, I didn't love those uh, those picks. I, I think kind of middle of the road. Obviously, his running backs are, are the strength here, though. There were several picks that he made, you know, a few before me that I was looking at at the time. So, uh Goddard was one of them. Um, Antonio Gibson was another. Chris Olave was another. So I think with those three, he got good value with where he selected them. Maybe not with Goddard, but there's a run on tight ends and kind of forced everyone's hand. So, um, but I did think Goddard was a good spot. I was I was eyeing him, but yeah, I think Kirk Cousins is. I mean. I hope I've, over the last decade, I've made my feelings pretty clear about Kirk Cousins. <laughs> you, um, you definitely have. I, I, I don't, I don't think DeAndre Swift's going to be like a top five running back. I think he's, you know, I, I have no reason to believe he's going to be anything different than what he's been the last several years, which is like flex RB two kind of territory. Not not that low. He was really good last season until he got hurt. He yes, was like in the top three. He was. 
I think we need to go back and pull some stats. No, I, I remember we talked about the, the Lions backfield because Jamal, uh, whatever his name is, was also in the running there. I, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm just less I, – I don't know. I just don't think it's going to be great over there in Detroit. Um, McLaurin, he's good, not great. Dillon, good, not great. I mean – this whole team is, is good, not great, with the exception of Camara, in my opinion. Yeah, I see. And I think I think there are plenty of other teams that are way better than this one. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right, and then we got 11. We got Gangster's Paradise, Matt Myers. We may camp <laughs> on this one for a little bit. He came out strong. And, uh, okay, he had in his top one, two, three, four, five, in his top six picks, he picked half of those. Or tight ends. Yeah, crazy. Just it. I mean, it's just funny. We had we we were very active in the in the draft chat and almost. Did he mean to do that? Yes, he did. Okay, I was texting him. He meant to do that. Meant to do it. Here's the thing. What I I think it's brilliant. I think it's brilliant. It, it could be if he can get value for those guys, which maybe that people will bite on him and 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 trade with him. Here's the deal: the whole league could literally screw him by just not trading any, but for any of his tight ends. And that's and what I he, hope he does. And then that's he'd be I screwed. Yeah. I love his start: Devontae Adams, Travis Kelsey. I was going to do the same thing with Jefferson and Kelsey if if they got to me. I'm really high on DJ Moore this year. He's super consistent. I think Ceh. Mm, yeah. Don't love Ceh. He's RB two flex kind of territory, right? But then who's his next RB? Not till James Robinson, James Robinson, who is hurt. So I mean, yikes! This team has some work to do. Yeah, I totally agree. Don't know what he was thinking. I mean, I know what he was thinking. He wants trade bait, but he's going to have to get a really solid RB for this team to be leveled out. All um, right, so let's let's play this out real quick, right? Let's say. A team like me, who has Christian McCaffrey, Javante Williams, and Nick Chubb, who are three, I think we can all agree, at the very – they're all either RB1 or fringe RB1. Is that is that fair? Do we think that's the case? I totally agree. Okay. Yeah. So, so let's say – I'm obviously not going to trade Christian McCaffrey for Travis Kelsey. But this dude needs a running back, and he's yeah. got tight ends – what if I said, hey, dude, can I trade you Nick Chubb for Travis Kelsey, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, and then one of my bench wide receivers or whatever? Like, Listen, here's the deal, though. I, I think, think that improves his team and well, improves yeah, my team. You're, and- you're doing him a huge favor because he just screwed himself. Right. And Okay, yeah. Like, it's, it's a win-win. Like, I'm doing right. him a huge favor, but I'm also getting but here's one the of thing. the best players Well, why wouldn't, why wouldn't you – but why wouldn't you want to play these three running backs who are top, top, whatever potential in your RB, RB two and flex. Okay. And you so have, that, you have a tight fair. end. That's good enough. I mean, he's Mike Kosicki is going to be good enough. That's fair. So, but do we think who's the better fantasy player, Travis Kelsey or Nick Chubb or Javante Williams, either one of those players. Who's the better fantasy player? I think in a vacuum, Kelsey is. But it's all about about roster construction. You can't just look at it in a vacuum. Of course it is. But, like, if I've got other – like, if i got Clyde Edwards-Hilaire as a a make weight in that deal and I went from – I don't even remember who my tight end is. And I went from Mike Gusecki at tight end to Travis Kelsey, 
I mean, and yes. I, and I dropped my flex from Nick Chubb to Claude Edsler, which is obviously a, dro- a drop. Yeah. Big drop. But I think the improvement between Kelsey, who is elite, not just at tight end, but like from a fantasy perspective, he is elite. And he's the only proven guy in Kansas City with arguably the best quarterback in the league at this point. Like, I, if, if, yeah. if people would be dumb not to at least – seriously consider that no deal. i'm not i'm not saying it would not improve your team it it would improve your team what i'm saying is it would also improve his team to be competing as his team is constructed right now he is not going to win the championship now he'll he's going to make moves and it won't be the same team but if he took this team all the way through he would not win the championship you can't play three tight ends you can play three running backs right he's I, really, I, I, I he's totally banking. you're right but you just said he's going to make moves. His team's going to be different. Why would I not be the one to say I want Travis Kelsey? <laughs> I, I, I agree with my you. team. I, I guess I'm in this team, but my team is probably still better. I'm going, it, I'm, a, I'm going to flip it on its head though and say we can box in this this team that has been really good every single season because he drafted really poorly and not trade with him and forget about it. He can't play these three tight ends. Let him waste them. Like I see the reward. I, mean, that, I see the reward that, in your head. That theoretically but, works if you are convinced, Honeycutt, that you cannot improve your team and compete for a championship because your team is already good enough to compete for a championship. Like, what are we doing here? Are we trying to win, or are we trying to box another team in? I'm I'm trying to win. So if I'm going to win, I'm going to try my team as best I can. And if that means going after Travis Kelsey and improving from Mike Gusecki. I, I don't know how I don't do that deal. Right, but then you give him you a better a, chance of meeting yeah. you in the finals and beating you. Yeah, I think I give him I give him a better chance, but like look at the rest of his team. Yeah. James we Robinson. Need, we need we need to move on. We're running out yeah. of time. You got to look at both sides. That's all I'll say. Not just your side. You got to look at how what it would make his team too. Um okay. So who is and then we go to our last pick. Is that where we're at? Yeah, Birdman. Birdman. Last team, Birdman. So he he took uh, he took Stephon Diggs. You can't blame him for that at all. He took Joe Mixon. I am no go on Joe. I don't think I just don't I don't like Joe Mixon. I'm not about to draft a running back who's going to be questionable for seven weeks and never play. Um, I just don't love that. Um, Zeke could be okay. I think he could be a solid RB two, probably better flex to RB two option. and if he can, if he's healthy this year, which the reports are that he is, Godwin is a risk uh, at early in the season. Overall, I'm kind of meh on this team. I totally agree. He has three Bills. He has his top two receivers are both Bills, Diggs and Davis, and he has Josh Allen. I think he's a little wow. heavy on the Buffalo. Yeah. Bills. Look, this this is one of those things where it could be boomer bust. I guess. If, yeah. If, Good. Josh Allen is as good as people think. Stephon Diggs is great. I mean, Stephon Diggs is really good. Gabriel Davis had a pretty solid year last year. If he like takes another step, this is kind of the same argument with T. Higgins, right? Like, if Josh Allen has a historic or at least a like Mahomes a couple years ago type year, uh-huh. there's no reason why both these wide receivers can't be top fifteen, with Diggs yeah. being top seven. So, I mean. It is definitely boomer bust, but it could it could work out really well for him. Now, I still think Zeke is bad. I'm not a huge fan of Ertz and Godwin. It 
it's tough for me to like love any of Tampa Bay's wide receivers. I think they're all good, but there's so there's several of them that are pretty good. So it just kind of makes it tough. You think Gabriel Davis has a better chance of being top fifteen than T. Higgins? Uh, no, no, I don't. But that's what I'm saying, though. I think Josh Allen, like if he could have a historic year, which is the same thing I said about Joe Burrow. There's no reason why Diggs right. and Davis, which is exactly what I said with Burrow, if he has a historic year. Yeah, they could both be pretty pretty good. Which I mean, actually, I'm coming around a little bit because Allen has a higher likelihood to do that I, than Burrow. A thousand percent agree yeah. with you, honey. Listen, uh, Allen's been in the league longer. I think he's a better player at this. I point. like I like Burrow, but he Allen definitely has more. Yeah. He has more rushing upside. But I I just think all the hype around Gabriel Davis is very recency bias. I mean, he had a great playoff game. An incredible I, I, playoff I game. I, I think you're right about that too, Lassie. Like, and I agree. what else did he do last season in the fantasy season that mattered? Like, by the time he was being good, he it was we were done yeah. with fantasy. I don't remember him being good at all in fantasy last year. Maybe, and who knows? I mean, I could be totally wrong. I just am like, man, that's big time recency bias that everyone his his ADP shot up the board because of that of that one playoff game he had where he caught yeah. three touchdowns. Well, and I also think people are thinking Josh Allen's going. I mean, he's he was the one ranked quarterback, right? Right, right. So I think people are super high on Josh Allen too, which that's probably deserved. You know, he's he's really good. Um, so I think it's probably it's not just Gabriel Davis. I think it's the ascension of Josh Allen as well. Yeah, and he has he has Bateman on his bench that he could slide up if he wanted to take Davis out. I think Bateman's the the one in Buffalo. However yeah. much they'll actually Baltimore. mark William. Baltimore, yeah. yeah. Mark Andrews is actually the one. But, yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, I think it's an okay team. I like Mixon. Um, I'm actually higher on Mixon now this year than I was. Zeke. I love, I love Joe Mixon. I think Joe yeah. Mixon is a fantastic player. And anybody that says anything negative about Joe Mixon <laughs> is just wrong. They're just wrong. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Correct. Uh, so, Zeke is terrible, by the way. Zeke should not even be starting in Dallas. I will – Say that again and again and again until I'm proven wrong. I think you're going to be surprised. Be starting, but okay. We'll see. I mean, I he, mean, just was, also, he was hurt for a long line, time last year. Their but offensive yeah, line in Dallas is in shambles. Yeah, they're it's dropping not as good. Twice. That's yeah, true. That's true. Listen, I listen to to uh, thirteen ten the ticket every day. All mm-hmm. they can talk about is the stinking Dallas Cowboys. I don't. I'm not. I think that the Cowboys are not going to be very good on offense this year. I'm calling it. Okay. I think they're going to be kind of underwhelming. Okay. So, anyway. All right. Well, that wraps it up. Uh, can we can we go back to this this discussion for just a minute and talk about like what are we doing here? Are we are we trying to win the league? Or are we trying to box someone in? I want I'm everyone saying listening you can, to this podcast. You can already win the league right now, Will. You don't well, like? Well, no, no, no. I'm saying. <laughs> You have a chance to be really strategic here. You can, well, you can trade with whoever else you want to, but this team, this manager made a made a very risky draft, and you could say, okay, I'm going to let him do his thing and just leave him out to dry. Cool. One down, 11 to go. I mean. Well, two that, down. We got to throw Omar two, in there, too. So. That's true. That's true. <laughs> two, down. two down. Yeah, two down. And you could probably go ahead and box a few more people in that, like, man, they, they're going to have to really improve. So then you're, you're starting to kind of check people off, and then you deal with some other teams. That's all I'm saying. I, I totally I get your argument. You could definitely improve your team, but I think it's more so what you do to his team versus what you do to your team. 
That's my argument. Honeycut, I read this book one time. It's by Stephen Covey. Seven yes. Habits of Highly Effective People. I've read that one too. I'm sure fantasy and football was I'm not sure, one of them. I'm sure, <laughs> I, if I recall correctly, one of the seven habits was seek the win-win. Seek oh. the win-win. Make my team better. Make his team better. But my team and you can do that better. with 10, 10, 11 other man besides him. Oh, I, trust me, I will. I, yes, I know. I'm an equal opportunity trade partner. <laughs> <laughs> but oh, I think I this one is, is ripe for a good deal for someone who thinks about a strategic. Okay, so. just a quick pause. How many texts have y'all already gotten about trades? I'm, to th- I'm at three. I've gotten zero, zero. which is shocking because wow. I'm like wow. – one of, if not the most willing to trade person in the league. Yeah. I'm at least top three. Oh, I agree. We got uh, Bryce is probably one. He makes the most moves of anybody. No, Bryce, Bryce, not necessarily trade. Bryce is Bryce's roster moves like crazy. Yeah, I guess total bad trade barrier though. Like that's, that's real. (laughs) All right. We need to wrap this thing up. Okay. Any last closing statements or thoughts? Um, Love hit us up on night. hit us up on social media flffl.pod or send us an email I'm sorry flffl underscore pod on the social medias or send us an email flffl.pod at gmail.com we'd love to hear your mailbag questions and uh, yeah appreciate the support everybody listen to the podcast episodes will you too please I, I won't listen to this one because I recorded it I was here for it but maybe maybe I'll go back and listen to week zero Good. It sounds like y'all were again arguing for uh, building a good bench instead of solid starters, which no. I feel like have been over like a, a million times in the last year. But <laughs> no, that is know, not whatever. what we were arguing for. We That's were what not Wally made it that. seem like. So maybe I will have. To You're go gonna back believe and Wally. I don't remember actually ever talking about that. Did we, we talk did about that? No, we just so. gave Wally a hard time for drafting Rodrigo Blankenship in the tenth round. Yes, correct. You don't and need a kicker in the tenth round. He did it again. Um, you well, don't, guys, it's true. You don't need a kicker in the tenth round, but you also don't need Sky Moore in the tenth round. So, rather, rather I Sky Moore has a higher potential to score more points than a kicker in the tenth round. So, yeah. Okay. Well, we will be back soon um, to give y'all Week One power rankings based off our draft, walking into Week One. Um, so I guess we'll see you then. Kickoff is next Thursday, right? Not this Thursday, but next. That's right. All right. Well, fellas, keep it chilly, my friends. Peace out. Seek the win-win, everybody. Seek the win-win.